When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are covering self-care for the mind. Whew, this is so important. Oh, it is so important. And I know that a lot of times we tend to focus on the emotions of the mind, right? The emotions are highly connected to the mind, but the mind is really more of what is the processing and the thinking and the analyzing and, you know, the way that we are perceiving things. And the emotions are really that output of our feelings and all of that. So that's why I want to give some special attention to self-care for the mind. And how do we do that? How do we care for our minds, right? How do we care for our thinking brain, our thoughts, right? Our brain is really broken down into three different areas. I think four, honestly, because we have the doing brain, right? The brain is responsible for the motor skills. We have the feeling brain, the limbic brain, which is Therefore, the emotions, and we have the thinking brain, the cognitive brain, which is a different area of the brain for our mind. And then deep underneath that pineal gland, we have that DMT molecule, the spirit. So there really is different areas and functions of the brain, which is really the whole control panel of how we live our lives. So we want to give attention to the mental piece, the mind. So here we go. Let's dive in. I hope you all enjoy this. So when it comes to caring for the mind, the first thing that's very important is to pay attention to what we are consuming. What are we consuming from a mental space? Are we dealing with obsessive thinking? paranoid thinking, high amounts of anxiety, addictive types of behaviors that are correlated to our minds, feeling like we just can't stop. So what can we do in regards to making sure that we're getting that under control? And the first way of really noticing that is awareness. Just taking a step out of the way we've been operating on a regular basis, switching it up, gaining that awareness to say, ooh, how am I really living? How am I really thinking? What do I think? How am I processing things? How am I perceiving things? What am I consuming? What am I feeding my mind with? What am I watching on a regular basis? What music am I listening to? What people am I talking to? What am I listening to from them? Am I consuming so much of the news? Am I consuming a ton of information that is not helpful for me? Or am I consuming information that is helpful for me, that is empowering me, that is helping me to heal, that is uplifting me? What am I doing as far as the consumption from a mental space? So we have to think as far as a mental diet, right? A mental diet 
is really how we're feeding our minds. So we feed our bodies and we can either feed our bodies the nutrients it needs, the healthy foods it needs, or we can give it just pure garbage. We can put toxins in our bodies, but we also do that with our minds. So it's so, so important to make sure that we're paying attention to what we're feeding our thoughts and what thoughts we're digesting and pushing back out with our actions. The next way to care for that mind is going to be organization. When we are organized, we can actually think clearly, okay? Organized in our digital spaces, organized in our physical spaces, organized just making sure your phone is organized. Do you have a bunch of pictures that are sitting in your phone? And when you go to pull something up, how easy is it to find it? We have to make sure that we are staying organized in all areas of our lives because it is mentally overwhelming, When we just feel overwhelmed just by trying to find a file, we almost feel like we just can't even do life, right? It's just one more thing on top of all the other things we're feeling. And of course, this depends on, you know, your lifestyle, what you're doing, all of that good stuff. But if you do have your digital spaces, making sure those are organized because we don't see them physically, right? But if we were to dive into our digital spaces and see them physically, we would go mad. We would feel so dizzy seeing everything everywhere. So your digital organization is just as important as your physical organization, especially if you rely on that with work or communication or just whatever you're using your digital devices for. So if that is not a factor, right? If we're not big on the digital scene, then how are our physical environments organized. Sometimes we organized for aesthetics, but it truly isn't functional. So it's got to be functional. It's got to fit our habits, our patterns. If we lay something down in a certain spot all the time, it's going to be a lot harder for us to stay organized if we're going to create this whole system that's difficult to maintain. So making sure that it's easy to maintain, it aligns with your patterns and you can adjust, you know, you can kind of meet in the middle. You can do a little bit better with your patterns, but you can also make it easier for you, right? There's no sense of making things harder. Okay. Also making sure that, you know, you're throwing out things that you don't need things that are expired, whether it's your skin products, your hair products, your food, whatever it is that can expire. If it's expired, medication also, you don't need that stuff around. Toss it out. So making sure that the things that you use on a regular basis are organized will help keep your mind clear and it will ease in times of frustration. It will save you time You'll be able to know what you have. Also making sure that your finances are organized, making sure that you have the appropriate accounts for the appropriate actions. So you have a savings account for saving, investing account for investing if you choose to do that, spending account for spending on things that you want or need, and your bills account, your account for your bills. However you choose to organize, you don't have to do it that way, but I'm just saying there should be some organization to keep us on track and disciplined and clear. We know what's going on. People that are the most successful are those that know what's going on. 
When we know what's going on, when we know where things are, when we're aware of what we're doing in our lives, things just go a little bit smoother. So staying organized is key. The next way to care for your mind is to reduce mental chatter. So you know what I'm talking about when it comes to mental chatter, we get that busy body mind. The mind is just like going, 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 going. And it's crazy. It drives anxiety. When we keep talking so much in our minds, but we're not listening. We're not listening to our bodies. We're not listening to our emotions. We're not listening to what we're observing. We're not listening to the messages that we're receiving through our intuition. We're just so wrapped up in our minds and it's like the mind will not stop talking. We've got to get that under control. So yes, we will always have thoughts come up. We will always have a mental chatter. But when it's excessive, that's when we need to get that under control. What helps me to get that under control is to start executing, meaning doing projects or doing something so that I can then focus my attention on something that's a bit more specific, what's in front of me. I can focus Reading also helps to reduce that mental chatter because you can't talk in your mind and read and comprehend what you're reading at the same time. So getting excited about new things, learning helps to reduce that mental chatter and calming the mind down, slowing down, slowing down the mind. Pick one thing to focus on that is not going to bring you more anxiety. So that can calm you down. On top of that mental chatter, what is our self-talk like, right? Do we have negative self-talk? Are we talking poorly about ourselves? Are we saying you're not good enough? Oh, you'll never be able to do that. You know, that's not going to work out. Oh, just forget about that. You're not blah, 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 blah. Or are you speaking kindly to yourself? Are you speaking to yourself with love and compassion and discipline? That's the other thing. Like it's good to be compassionate with yourself, to be kind to yourself, to be loving to yourself, but we have to balance that out. We've got to remain our own parental guidance within us. And we've got to make sure that we're staying disciplined, that we're not sabotaging ourselves, that we're not overindulging on things that we don't need to overindulge on, that we're staying on track because we are looking out for our future selves. So making sure that we're staying disciplined also. Busy the body, exercise, do things, do more things, right? The more we're sitting there in our minds, the less the body can do anything. So start making sure that the body can do stuff. And that is going to start to connect the mind-body connection. The more that we're activating that doing portion of the brain takes less stress off of that thinking brain. So just making sure that we're doing more things, we're learning more things, we're learning how to use our bodies in new ways, we're trying new skills, right? I feel like we get to a certain age and then we just stop. Like when we're kids, we want to try all these things. We want to learn how to do all this stuff, right? And we just go in and try it. But as we get older, we have fear. We have all these things creeping in. We get comfortable. We get stagnant. And then we wonder why we feel like we're not living. 
So we've got to get out of that comfort zone, breaking out of that box, learning how to experience life in new ways, feel your body experience new things. So busy the body. The next way to have self-care for the mind is to create balance with your choices. Sometimes choice is a very heavy thing to have to deal with, right? We don't really like to make choices or decisions. They're very stressful. And the older you get, the bigger decisions you seem to have to make, right? But we've got to create some balance with what we're doing. Are we super impulsive? Are we not taking risks at all? Are we just living in our minds too much and trying to create all of these scenarios, but not acting out? So we've got to be a bit more balanced with the way we go about our choices. So if you find that you make choices the same way all the time and it's hindering you, so let's find new ways of approaching decisions better, okay? Because decision fatigue is a real thing, okay? (laughs) It is very real and it can wear down your mind and wear down your body with just feeling like you've got to make so many choices and decisions. So listen to yourself, slow down, slow down, really take things in. And if you're not ready to make a decision, that means that you're not in a place in your life right now where that decision is going to really apply. Now, I know that's hard because we like to look out for the future self. However, we don't really know exactly what the future holds. So we're trying to make a prediction based off of what we're experiencing now Even if we're very intuitive, it's very challenging to really know what the world is going to look like, what your life is going to look like, what you're going to learn or grow or understand in 10 years from now. So to try to make a decision that's too far out is going to be challenging. And if you feel like you're not at a place to make that decision now, that is also your intuition saying we need to live a little bit more life first. There's some things that are in place that need to happen first before we can really approach that decision with a clear mind. You're not going to stay in limbo. You're not going to stay in indecision forever. We will always make a decision somewhere. Even if we choose to not make a decision, it's still making a decision. So just listen to yourself. If you feel that fear is what's driving your choices, then you know that's the wrong direction right? We should still have courage in the choices we make, even if we feel the fear. So try your best to differentiate between, is this a fear feeling or is this a hesitation or is this an avoidance or is this a no? So there's a difference between a firm no, I know this is not for me, that's not what I want, and a uh, it could go so many ways and I don't know how it's going to go. And uh, I feel fearful. Oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if, what if, what if? That's how we know we're going in the wrong direction. So take some time to really balance out the way that you go about your decisions. Okay. Also take care for the mind. Get it out. Whatever it is that is harping on your mind that's plaguing you, that keeps running on repeat over and over and over again. Get it out, okay? Sort it out. Dump it or do it. Do a brain dump. Get out everything, everything that you need to do, everything that you've been thinking about, everything that's bothering you, everything that needs a solution, everything that whatever. It's not worth 
your time, if it's not going to change the value of your life in any form or fashion, dump it, trash it, toss it out. It's just one of those extra filler thoughts. We don't really need it. And if it's something that requires our attention, let's do it or let's create a plan for it. The next tip to caring for your mind is to focus on what's in front of you now. What's most important and what's in front of you now. It's so easy to go back in time, to replay old scenarios, to think about the past and what we could have done and thinking about regrets and, oh, why didn't I do this? And then it's easy to try to futurize our lives and, oh, in the future, well, what if this happens? Oh, what if that happens? Oh, I think this is going to go this way or whatever. Let's live for right now. What can we do right now? What's in front of us right now? What's needing our attention today? We can live in the future and we can think of all these things that have to be done in the future, but your body is needing your attention right now. Your body is needing the nutrients, the health right now. Your mind, your soul, your emotions are needing you today in the present right now. In the future, they will get that. They will always get that. But right now, they need you. What's important to you right now is important to you today. If we live too far in the future, and if we're always in the past, who's taking care of things now? And then we look back on today, and we're like, oh man, I wish I would have done that. Take action today. Greatness is in the moments, not in the end. So focus on what's in front of you. What's needing your attention right now? The next tip to caring for your mind is to cut the fat. What is getting in the way of moving forward in your life? What do you feel is sabotaging you? What do you feel is blocking you? Let's find ways to cut these things out because they're very draining and they're very heavy and they create these unnecessary burdens that don't need to be there. So let's free ourselves a bit more. Let's lift ourselves up and cut off that fat so we can move swiftly. And the last tip that I want to cover when it comes to self-care for the mind is to let go. Letting go. Now, in the spiritual community and the healing community, we say let go. But what is letting go also? It's quitting. It's stopping. Letting go is just a softer, nicer way of saying it. Quitting. Stopping, ending. And we have been conditioned so much to not quit. Right? We have this voice in our mind that says, well, you can't quit. You can't stop. You got to keep going. But the thing is, we apply that to all areas. We apply that to things we're holding on to, hoping that it will change, hoping that things will get better. And we don't want to let that go we don't want to quit. Sometimes, sometimes there's something so much better or something much more aligned with us that requires for us to stop doing what we're doing now, to stop feeding the things that we're feeding now, to stop giving our energy and our attention to something that we're doing now. We can only do but so much. And there's more that's ahead of us that's going to need a lot more of our attention. So we can't do it all. So we've got to let it go. We've got to quit. We've got to stop so we can embrace what life is calling for us to embrace. 
So whatever works for you, whether it's letting go, letting go of a person or people that don't serve you, letting go of bad habits, letting go of just trying to make things work in a way that it's forcing it, whatever it is. Or if it's to say stop or quit, those are more action terms. So if that aligns with you, do that. Don't be afraid to stop doing something. Listen to yourself. When you feel that heavy burden, heavy pressure, overwhelmment, when you feel like you're hitting a wall, you're not getting anywhere, maybe it doesn't mean to quit completely, but it does mean to stop going the way you're going. You're just running into a wall. So let's pull back. Let's look at where we're going. Let's redirect. Let's pivot. And let's move in a different direction. But we've got to stop doing it the way we're doing it now. You know? So... Those are my tips for caring for the mind. Of course, body, mind, spirit is all connected. So all of these things are going to feed into each other. They're not separated. They are connected, but they are handled a little differently. So I do hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We do have much, much more to cover. This is Heart Blend Podcast.